Yo, welcome back to J. Rudd's World. I hope you guys are doing fantastic. I hope you guys are happy and healthy and supporting each other and basically helping each other reach your goals, man, because that's what it's all about. Nowadays, we're all divided. It's every man for themselves and no one wants to help each other out and that's sad. But let's dive right in. All right. So I just saw something on Facebook. All right. And we all know what's up with Facebook. I don't know if it's fake news or real news, but if it is fake news and someone did a real good job at trying to convince me that this was real. And if it's real, then bottom line, I can't believe that it is. All right. So let me pull up Facebook right here. Give me a second. Because I'm going to read it. So, here we go while it's loading. Janice Dickinson admits to fabricating part of Bill Cosby's drug rape allegation in memoir. Oh my goodness. You mean to tell me that another woman spoke out and said that she, well, lied. Okay, everybody uses big old fancy words like fabrication, uh, fabricating, and all that other fun stuff. Point blank, you lied. If you fabricate, you lied. It ain't true. Okay, and if you guys don't know who Janice Dickinson is from what I'm looking at right now, it basically, she looks as if, like, Bruce Jenner... Uh, got another facelift and actually looks like a woman all right that's exactly what she looks like but anyway former supermodel janice dickinson has appeared in court to testify against bill cosby in a drugging and rape case where she admitted to making up a story that appears in her memoir in order to protect herself isn't that sad can you imagine how dumb could you possibly be to appear in court Put your hand on a Bible and say, I swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help you, God. And then this Dickinson, who's 63, took to the stand in the Pennsylvania courtroom that sees Cosby, who's 80 years old, on retrial on three separate accounts of sexual assault. And if you guys don't know about the whole Bill Cosby ordeal, then, yeah, that's pretty nuts. She recalled the incident in 1982 that took place in a Californian hotel room whereby the star was allegedly drugged and raped by the comedian. Allegedly. Here was America's dad on top of me. I'm happily married man with five children, Dickinson said, and I remember thinking how wrong it was, how very, very wrong, she revealed to the jury. It was gross, she said, as she described passing out during the assault at the hands of Cosby. Dickinson says that she actually confronted Cosby the following day about the assault only for him to deny it had never taken place all right listen to this according to her testimony she was furious at the star for attacking her i wanted to hit him she said i wanted to punch him in the face but it was when cosby's attorney tom 
I have no idea how to pronounce his name, his last name. It looks French, uh, Mesereau. So when Cosby's attorney, Tom Mesereau, confronted her regarding a 2002 ghost-written memoir titled No Lifeguard on Duty, the accidental life of the world's first supermodel, that her stories appeared to conflict with one another. Uh-oh, there we go. When he held her book and revealed when he held up her book and revealed the account and there was very different to what she is saying in court once again you put your hand on the bible you swear to tell the truth the whole truth nothing but the truth so help you god but yet you have the nerve to sit there in the court of law and lie dickinson admitted that the contents of the book was a fabrication okay show word for fabrication she lied okay it's all a fabrication there because I wanted the paycheck for my kids, she said, after telling the court that she'd given her ghostwriter poetic license in the book. It, it says she's having rebuffed Cosby's advances before popping a couple of qualudes, a sedative, oh, Jesus, and going to sleep. <laughs> oh, man. Cosby's lawyers attacked her mixed stories by saying, so you made things up to get a paycheck? Dickinson snapped, which I don't even get why. I mean, you, you basically got caught, right? And you're mad because you got caught. So what did she say? Dickinson snapped, they weren't there, and you weren't there, and I'm telling the real story. Meaning that you caught me, so I'm going to get mad. All right. She added, I put my hand on the Bible and swore I wasn't under oath when I wrote the book. Let's pause. Let's take a moment of silence for this woman's stupidity, shall we? Dickinson said she removed Cosby's name from the book at the request of her publisher because it could have ruined her career. Dang. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> so, when her lawyer attacked her and said, so you made things up to get a paycheck, she snapped and said, they weren't there and you weren't there. And I'm telling the real story. Christ, man, that's nuts. That is nuts. So, here's, you put your hand on the Bible and swore, okay? You swore to tell the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth, so help you God, okay, but yet, well, when I wrote the book, I wasn't under oath. Christ, oh, I don't know what to say, Miss Janice. I don't know what to say, Miss Dickinson. Look, here's the thing, okay. Gosh, she even said that she popped a few sedatives and went to sleep. She popped a few sedatives and went to sleep. This woman lied on Cosby just to get money. Just to get money. And she's not the only one. I'm not saying all women are doing this. I am saying some women are doing this. Look, for example, look at Brian Banks. Okay, you guys don't know the story about Brian Banks. They made a movie about the dude, okay? He, at the age of 16, he was being looked at by NFL scouts. 
Can you imagine being 16 years old, still in high school, 16, 17 years old, still in high school and being looked at by NFL scouts, having that much talent? They're at your games. And then what? A woman spoke out and falsely accused Mr. Banks of rape. Oh, Lord. Falsely accused this man of rape. And guess what the police do? Oh, you guessed it. Okay, without any investigation, they barge into his house and they take him away from his mother and put his butt in jail. Oh, man. Look. There's a movie about his life, too. There's a movie, it's called Brian Banks. It's very, it's inspirational, you guys should go see it. It's very good. So, he's in jail because this woman falsely accused him of rape. And so the whole movie is, uh, the whole movie is basically him trying to clear his name and to prove to this broken justice system that we still have, by the way. Okay, people are saying that, oh, the justice system is getting better. Uh, no, we're still getting locked up for no apparent reason, people. Come on. But the whole movie is about him trying to clear his name uh, with this broken justice system that we have. Because, like I said, there was no investigation for this dude. They just came, they just barged into his house and took him away. And said, you did this because she said that you did this. And that's what it is. So he spent the majority, well not the he spent a few years in jail. Okay. He spent a few years in jail and then he had to go. And he was, he's had to register as a sex offender. He had, it's, it's, it's sad. And then, some way, somehow, by the grace of God, you guys are not going to believe what happened. This young woman came out. I forgot her name. Let me look up her name. It's amazing how these... Okay. So let's see. I know her first name is Juanita. But I forgot her last name. But I'm looking all this up right now, guys. Because I just think this is freaking nuts. Okay. So... Let me see here. Juanita Gibson. That was the woman who accused, falsely accused Brian Banks of rape. And in her confession was on tape. All right. Because apparently, while Brian Banks was just sitting in his house, mind you, he still had the ankle bracelet on, this girl, Juanita Gibson, sent him a message on Facebook 
saying, hey, I made it up, blah, 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 blah. I'm sorry. It's like, man, get out of here with that. Okay, you basically ruined this dude's career. This dude could have had a career in the NFL. Oh, which, by the way, he does. Okay, he's playing in the NFL right now. So he did, uh, you know, he did reach his goal and he is playing in the NFL right now. Killing it as we speak. I think for the Falcons, I believe so. But I'm I'm trailing, that's what I do. But yeah, she basically sent him an email on Facebook an email or a message on Facebook saying, Hey, I'm sorry I made the whole thing uh blah 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 blah. Look, i mean I'd be pissed. I would be pissed if this happened. Look, lady, you said that I did something that I did not do, all right? I served time in jail, and I tried to convince these people in court that I was innocent of doing something that you said that I did, but I didn't do. There was no evidence. There was no investigation. I was put in jail, and now you want to come out and say that you're sorry. No, out of here with that. F out of here with that. I don't believe it. And there are some women, not all, some women that do this. I don't know what drives them to think that, you know, this is okay. All right? Because it's not. If any of you women are listening to this, it is not okay. It's sick. It's disgusting. Stop doing it. Okay? But anyway, apparently they arranged a meeting and she got caught on tape saying that it was fake, that she made up the whole thing. Okay, so, like like I said, some way, somehow, by the grace of God, she was caught on tape saying that it was fake. Years later, why am I not surprised? All right, and so what happens? Brian Banks, he gets exonerated and he lives out his dreams of playing in the NFL. Yes, it was a little later than what he expected, but he ended up playing in the NFL. But it was hell that he was put through. Hell. Jesus Christ. Like, come on now. Like, that's what the justice system is, guys. And it's it's nuts. It is I don't know what drives women to falsely accuse anybody of doing something. I don't know what it does. Send me, I don't know, send me a voice message. What you guys think would drive a woman to falsely accuse a man of something. Because that's just ridiculous. It's a dude's career. Ladies, if you're listening to this right now. I want you to think before you go and you make a decision to falsely accuse somebody of doing something they did not do. Think. All right. Think how it's going to affect this this person's career or affect how other people view him as a person. All right. Because now people have mixed feelings about this Brian Banks. They don't know. Who knows? People might be going around calling him a rapist, a womanizer, 
and all that stuff. And you guys have to think about how it's going to affect him as a person and how it's going to affect you. All right. Now, now that Juanita Gibson came out and said that the rape was fake way back when like years ago people are probably thinking people are probably thinking about her oh oh okay she's a liar she of course i mean everybody was like oh man oh like that girl she deserves to she deserves to rot in jail you know she's going to hell blah 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 blah, blah. and it also guys send me a voice message if you believe that i have a question for you and send me a voice message should women go to jail for falsely accusing anybody of something? Not just men, but anybody. Should a woman go to jail for falsely accusing anybody of doing something? A man of rape. Here's here's a question. There. Should a woman go to jail for falsely accusing a man of rape? Because here's the thing. She's not in jail. She's not in jail. She didn't go to jail. She she just got caught. She just confessed and said, hey, you know, it didn't happen. Reasons why she didn't happen? Uh, excuse me. Reasons, uh, reasons why she said it? Reasons why she made it up? We don't know. All right. Uh, Brian Banks said in an interview, it's because that the two of them, after school, they went to a makeout spot. And, of course, they made out. They didn't do anything, but they made out. And he said that his best guess was she was afraid that he was going to go and tell everybody what they did. And so she told the police that he raped her. And that's his best guess. Why? But it's dumb. Okay? Reasons why she did it, we don't know. But it's dumb. You guys need to think about, um, you guys really need to think, take into consideration how it's going to affect this person before you just go and start doing all that kind of stuff. All right. And keep, you might need help too. All right. That's what I think. She needs help. That's a cry for help, people. That's all. That's all I got to say about that. All right. Stop doing it. It's not cool. Okay. People are in jail right now because they've been falsely accused of doing something that they didn't do. And they're waiting. They're just sitting there. They're waiting. They're counting down the days till they can get out. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But it's got to stop. All right, moving on to the next subject. All right, football, people. Football. Oh, man, I don't know if any of you guys are football fans. Send me a voice message if any of you guys are football fans. Let me know what your team is. All right, send me a voice message. I want to know what everybody's teams are and uh, if you guys are going to win the Super Bowl this year. Right now, the only undefeated team... Right now, I believe, are the 49ers. Man, let's look that up. 49ers. 
I, I, I call myself a football fan, but yet I don't know it. Um, all the teams' records or whatnot. I don't know. I only keep up with my Patriots people, and from what I know, we're 8-1. and one. All right. F the Ravens. I hate the Ravens. Okay. Let's see. Undefeated teams. In the NFL. Let's see here. And I believe it is... Let's see. 49ers. Who only have... Excuse me. Yep. The 49ers are the only team that have zero losses. They haven't lost a game. Yep. They're 8-0. They're 8-0. They're and right behind them are the Patriots who are 8-1. So that's that. I don't know. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo was looking pretty good. I mean, of course, if you are trained under Tom Brady, oh my goodness! You remember whenever uh, Grappolo was under t- was playing for the Patriots, and he was just studying Tom Brady. To have a teacher like Tom Brady, it's 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 amazing. F what you heard, yeah. All everyone's calling the Patriots cheaters and stuff like that. Cheater, cheater, cheater. You you know what? You guys can say what you want about the Patriots. I'm a diehard Patriots fan. All right, and here's the thing. If the 49ers end up going all the way and winning the Super Bowl, I wouldn't hate. All right, I actually show them some love. Be like, hey, you know what? I mean, yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo, he is having a fantastic year. A fantastic year. Man, shoot. And he only, but here's the thing. He only has Tom Brady to thank, okay? Because if it wasn't for Tom Brady taking him under his wing and teaching him the ins and outs, of the game and how to be an outstanding quarterback, I'd take it Jimmy Garoppolo wouldn't be where he is right now because, I mean, if I was in the NFL and I was a quarterback and I was being trained under Tom Brady, shoot, man, shoot, I'd be giving him props, all right? So if the 49ers end up winning a Super Bowl, I better hear Jimmy Garoppolo, like, in an interview, if someone comes up to me, hey, Jimmy Garoppolo, you won the Super Bowl. How do you feel? Yeah, he better be giving some props to Tom Brady for teaching him. You know what I'm saying? Because here's the thing. Some people forget that they're not alone whenever they accomplish something. They act as if, like, they did it all by themselves. It was me, 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 me. Nah, brother. You have, like, there has to be somebody who has influenced you, who has helped you get to where you are. And if Tom, it's Tom Brady, all right? I, I might sound like a fanboy right now, man, but Tom Brady, dude, dude's got rings, rings for days, okay? Teaching you how to be an outstanding quarterback. Man, shoot, you better give, uh, Jimmy, if you're listening to this right now, you better give props to where it's due. Tom Brady, all right? And there you go. But, yeah, they're having a San Francisco 49ers, man. They're having a good year, man. <laughs> but you guys want to know what's funny? I was 
I was at my friend's house last night. Shout out to my man, Cody Hepner. He's my agent, by the way. Shout out to him. Uh, we were at his house and we were watching the game. We were watching the Raiders and Chargers game. All right. Sad, man. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw the finish. It was close. It was close. It was uh, it was 26 to 24, I believe. So, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, they, the Raiders won 26-24, and it, it was, it was a very close game. It wasn't a very high score game. It was a very close game. Both teams, uh, basically, did well, offensively and defensively. All right, but here's the thing with Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers could not throw for crap. He couldn't do it. I don't know what was up with him. Every pass that he threw, it was either uh, it was either overthrown or it or, may, or it was incomplete. May, maybe he. I mean, I saw he threw some good passes, and his receivers just didn't have the hands, which I don't get. It's like you have gloves. Like why can't you catch the ball? You wear gloves to catch the ball. I I don't know, but. But they just couldn't get anything going for themselves, right? So, <laughs> so here's that. So the Raiders score a touchdown, okay, but they miss the field goal. Chris, come on, kicker. I mean, you know what I think about kickers, just real fast. You know what I think about kickers. I think they got like the easiest job in the world. Now I might be mistaken. You guys could send me send me a voice message if you if you guys who has the easiest job in the world. On, on the football team. Who does? I think it's the kickers. But send me a voice message. Who you, who you think has the easiest job in the world? Which position for football? Okay. And for me, it's just like, you only got one job. You just kick the ball into the goal post. Okay, just kick it right right between. Right there. Excuse me. Just, <laughs> just right between the goal post. Just right there. Okay. Well, I mean... Oh, when you think about it, it might be it might be a little. It's not as easy as I might be thinking. But I, yeah, that, to me, they just have like the easiest job in the world. You know what I'm saying? You get paid to kick balls through the goalposts, and if you can't do that, I think you should get fired. I think you should get fired. But then again, I might be joking. I might not be joking. Who knows? I mean, I played football for about like four years when that my kicker never had a problem with kicking balls to the goalposts. Okay, never had a problem. But if it were me, and if I was coaching the team, you know, you know what I call my team? If I was co- <laughs> if I was coaching football, it'd be it'd be the chocolate something. I don't know. It 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 has something to do with chocolate. Okay, and every time. Every time someone doesn't do something that I like, they're getting benched. I'd be that coach. I will be that coach. Be like, man, how could you not catch that? You're out. Okay. I'm putting the third stringer in. I'm sure that he'll show me some more promise. I'm like that. I kid. But I'm ranting. I'm ranting. But then again, it's my podcast. I can do and say what I want. But anyway... The Raiders scored a touch. It was like in the fourth quarter, so the Raiders scored a touchdown, but they missed uh, the field goal. So they kick it, and of course, it's the Chargers' turn. So, at, long story short, uh, 
Philip Rivers threw an interception. I'm not surprised. I called it. <laughs> it's some guy. His name is Jacob, who is a Chargers fan. I'm not even sure if he's a Chargers fan. Uh, he just needed Philip Rivers to do good that one game because it's on his fantasy team or something like that. But I don't know. He was rooting for the Chargers real hard. And when Philip Rivers threw the interception at the end of the game, which ended the game, well, it didn't end the game, but he threw the interception and the Raiders. Uh, ran the clock down and he was so mad <laughs> he he was he was so mad I was like well, I was like what I was like what the heck is this dude doing with Philip Rivers I'm like what is going on here and he was just like man he's like shut up man <laughs> uh, he got so he left he left early he got me he he left early it was funny but although man it was I mean, it was a close game. It it was it was it was a coach. It was a close game, and I saw that the Chargers coach didn't blame Philip Rivers for the failed drive. Um, I mean, it, he had some good, he had some good passes in there, uh, but the thing that really set the two teams back were just a bunch of penalties. If I had to count the number of penalties that were being uh, being thrown in the game, like there's a bunch of holding, pass interferences, and stuff like that, which could explain why it was a very, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't say low scoring game, but, but it, um, excuse me, uh, it was just a bunch of pass interferences and holding penalties and all that other fun stuff. But you know, but it was a good game between the two teams. Yeah, it was a good game. And then I didn't watch any other teams, so I I did not. It was just uh, it was just the uh, it was just the Raiders and the Chargers. I did not watch my Patriots uh, get their butts beat by the Falcons. All right, I couldn't do it. Uh, the fa- the fa- I'm sorry, the Ravens. I didn't watch. <laughs> oh, I'm losing my mind. I didn't. I didn't watch my Patriots get their butts whooped by the Ravens because uh, I was afraid to look, and plus I was at work and I wasn't really paying attention to the game all that much. Well, that's that. Sports, man. Sports. What? Well, I mean, are there any NASCAR fans out there? Send me a voice message if you guys are NASCAR fans. I'll. I'm a fan of Chase Elliott. I love Chase Elliott now that Jeff Gordon's gone. I used to be a Jeff Gordon fan when Jeff Gordon was racing, but then he retired, and then, you know, and Chase Elliott. But, but I am a Chase Elliott fan. Uh, am I a fan of the way that NASCAR does things now with the chase and stuff like that? No, I'm not a fan of that. Uh, uh, I'm not. Nowadays, now they got the races and stages and stuff like that. I'm just like, huh. I I liked it whenever they ran the race all the way through. That's that that's me. I only want to run the race all the way through. All right, but a little a little history for me uh, of how I started to like NASCAR. So around 2005, uh, my for Christmas my uncle got uh, me and my brother uh, NASCAR 2006 for Xbox, the first Xbox. I know, right? Throwback. And so we just started playing. 
the game and all the other fun stuff. We started going the wrong way and hitting cars. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a blast. And then we started watching it on TV. <clears throat> Excuse me. We started watching it on TV. And we're like, oh, man, this is cool. This is cool. And what's weird is that whenever uh, we got the game, we were living in Texas at the time. And where we lived in Texas, uh, Texas Motor Speedway, the racetrack was about like 20 minutes away from our house. And we would and we would pass it anytime we were driving somewhere. We would just pass it, like every day. And so we're just like, yeah, there's like, hey, like dad, hey, let's go to a NASCAR race, you know, because because we liked it and all that other fun stuff. So we went to a NASCAR race. Went to our, my first NASCAR race was at Texas Motor Speedway. I remember Jeff Burton won the race, and I I, think I remember Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Kyle Busch got into a car wreck, and then Kyle Busch, being being a crybaby that he is, hopped out of the car. And, like, stormed off the track because he was mad. And then Dale Earnhardt Jr. got in his car, got in Kyle Busch's car, and drove the rest of the race. And it was only, like, it was, like, a few laps to go. I was like, oh, so Kyle Busch has always been a crybaby at that point. But but we fell in love with NASCAR ever since. And then whenever we moved to Tennessee, we went to, uh, we went to Kentucky. We, and then uh, we went to... Uh, <clears throat> Oh, Chicago. We lived in Chicago for a little bit. We went to Chicago Land Speedway, and now now we live in California, and we went to Fontana a few times. I went, we went to Fontana twice and <clears throat> and watched the race over there. So, oh, so we're big NASCAR fans. Big NASCAR fans. We want we want to go next year because it's been like crazy expensive, but. Well, yeah, it'd be fun to go next year. But, yeah, send me a voice message if you guys are NASCAR fans and football fans. I want to know you guys' favorite team. And if you guys are NASCAR fans, I want to know who your favorite driver is. All right, of course, mine, Chase Elliott, all the way. I'm not, I ain't going to lie. We got pit passes. We got pit passes. I was so close to Chase Elliott. Man, I'm not going to lie. I screamed like a bitch. I, I was I was screaming just as much as those girls were. Man, I, I was screaming like a bitch. I was like, "Oh my goodness, this is Chase Elliott." I I don't I don't know what to do. <clears throat> but <laughs> uh, uh, tell tell me what kind of races you guys have been at too. A dirt track. I mean, I remember I went to a dirt race, but <clears throat> it's like a, it was in Stockton, Stockton, California. I went to a dirt race. Now, I mean, we only went because Tony Stewart was there. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, and Tony did bad too, man. Tony did terrible. I was ashamed. I was like, you call yourself a NASCAR driver after that crap? I was, <laughs> Tony did bad, man. But yeah, comment down below what kind of like where you guys live. If you guys ever been to the racetracks that were out there, uh, where you live, what your favorite driver is, and basically tell me what your whole like, experience was going to a NASCAR race, man. It was pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I liked it. <clears throat> I liked it. I like being able to listen to the drivers. Uh, got them big ass cans and stuff like that on <laughs> our headphones. We call them cans. I, in musical terms, you know, we call the over the we call the over the ears. We we call them cans. But you know, you got the cans on, and you get to like listen to your drivers and stuff like that. And I don't know, you know, it's pretty cool. All right. Last but never least, moving on to this last subject. Okay, YouTube. They're updating the rules, and and it's and I've been on YouTube consistently for about let's say three 
three months now, and I've gained a following on there. I'm, I'm, I almost, I'm halfway to a thousand subscribers, which to some of you people who've been doing YouTube for a long time, if, I mean, forget you, okay? That's a big deal for me. Uh, I'm moving mountains, but I'm all, I'm halfway to a thousand subscribers, and what I do on there. And in case of you guys don't know what my YouTube channel is, it's J Rudd. Everything's gonna be in the description and <laughs> down below. It's J Rudd. Yeah, let me advertise myself. Uh, you, once again, it's J Rudd. All right, and I upload covers. Uh, I do drum covers. I sing, and I also do reaction videos. And I also give some pretty cool dating advice. I'm thinking about starting another channel for the dating advice called it J Red Dating or something like that. But um, until but until I do, everything's gonna be on J Red. All right. So YouTube sends me an email saying that they're updating their terms and like what they expect because nowadays it's 2019 everybody everybody gets offended by the smallest things and so they're gonna try to monetize everybody but what they but what they're watching what they what they're uploading and all that other fun stuff so here is what's happening Okay. Oh, here's what's happening with me. YouTube took two of my videos down within a span of, I want to say three, I want to say in a couple days. Okay. The first one was me reacting to, uh, if you guys are if you guys are familiar with SNL Saturday Night Live, Michael Che made a comment towards, uh, Towards Caitlyn Jenner, which, by the way, I have no. All he said was, uh, five years ago there was a fella named Bruce Jenner. And then the whole, and then the LGBT uh, barbecue, they they all exploded and chastising him or whatnot. But you know, I don't know. That's facts to me. <clears throat> that that's facts. Because five years ago there was indeed a dude named Bruce Jenner, and now he's Caitlyn, and everyone is just. Okay, here's the thing. Caitlyn Jenner went on the roast. She allowed herself to be roasted and she laughed at herself. We all need to learn how to laugh at ourselves. Okay, so here's my question. And you guys can send me a voice clip of your answer. If she doesn't care, why should you? If she doesn't care, why should you? Okay, so I don't know. For some odd reason... Whenever a certain group gets their rights, you know, they, they should be happy. But instead, they're assholes to everybody. Okay, so the LGBT community, I mean, you guys got your rights, right? You guys got your rights. But then again, why are you guys, you know, just like trying to monitor everybody and, you know, act as if they say, oh, you can't joke about that. You can't joke about that. Yes, I can joke about that. If it's comedy, we we can joke about it. We all need to learn how to laugh at ourselves. You think that Caitlyn Jenner would set the bar for you guys, would set an example like, hey, you know, it's okay to laugh at yourself. But nope, I guess it's not. I mean, 
like I said, we live, it's 2019. We live in a world where everybody gets offended by everything. And it's driving some people nuts. And now, YouTube, <laughs> I want to say YouTube is uh, crossing over to the dark side. Because, now, here, let, let me bring it up in this email. Because YouTube, YouTube sent me an email. About their terms and all that other fun stuff. Did you mean YouTube? Yes, I did mean YouTube. I typed too fast. Uh, let me find the email. Oh, I went all I went all over. I went all. I went all over the place. Uh, but anyway, they took the YouTube said that my content violated YouTube's community guidelines and has been removed. Uh, so apparently the comment that was made towards Bruce Jenner was inappropriate and it violated YouTube's guidelines. And, and I just did a reaction video to it. And you guys know with the YouTube and reaction videos everyone's doing them so i just did a reaction video to that and youtube took that down immediately and sent an email that said nigga please you think that we're gonna let you post that with your opinionated butt hell to the no so they took that down immediately so uh, and then here's and here's the thing last week i released an episode uh bad baby Ver, uh, Bad Baby versus Whoa Vicky and I did a reaction video to the fight in case if you guys haven't seen the fight that was like captured on TMZ or whatnot they had a fight in the studio they had beef or whatnot blah 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 all that other fun stuff I did a reaction to that and well YouTube was late for that because three days later they took that down <laughs> I said hey, you guys are a little late to the party and it's not like you guys can send when YouTube sends you an email, it's not like you can just text YouTube or send YouTube an email back saying, ah, well, hold on. You know, what What YouTube says, it, it, you better do what YouTube says. Otherwise, they're just going to give you a strike. Oh, my goodness. YouTube gave me a strike. If I get two more, I'm not going to be able to post for about 10 days. Oh, my goodness. The world is going to end. Get out of here with that. So they took that down. They were late to the party. All right. And so they said that it violated, uh, it violates their policy. Okay, it says, our team has reviewed your content, and unfortunately, we think it violates our child safety policy. We've removed it, we've removed the following content from YouTube, and then it says uh, the name of my video, the Bad Baby versus Vicky Fight Reaction. We know they, and here's what gets me. We know that this might be disappointing, but it's important to us that YouTube is a safe place for all. If content breaks our rules, we remove it. If you think we've made a mistake, you can appeal and we'll take another look. Keep reading for more details. Yeah, but then again, anytime I send YouTube an email or other people, other YouTubers have sent YouTube an email, YouTube is just like, eh, mm, you're wrong. Okay, so how your content violated the policy okay so 
Content that contains minors participating in harmful, dangerous activities such as fighting is not allowed on YouTube. Okay, so apparently Bad Baby is, what, is she still, is she still underage now? But she's six, is she, here, let me, let me look to see how old Bad Baby is, man. Because I swear, because she's, she's always going to be known as the Cash Me Outside half of that girl. That, that's what she's always going to be known to me because... I'm I'm being honest. My honest opinion, her music is terrible. I don't like her music <laughs> at all. So she's always going to be known as Cash Me Ass How About That. All right. Oh shoot, that's a, that's a that's a bad picture of her. That's a freaking picture. She's oh she's 16 years old. Okay, she's 16 years of age. Dang. Alrighty, well, it's, so it says content that contains minors. Okay, she's a minor, and and whoa, Vicky's like twenty. I think she's twenty years old. So I don't know, um, but then again, there are videos. That, there are videos of kids fighting on YouTube. There are um, high school fights, right? Aren't they underage students fighting, participating in? In harmful and dangerous activities, YouTube. Don't you want to take those videos down as well? Mm. We review educational, documentary, artistic, and scientific content on a case, but on a case-by-case basis. Limited exceptions are made for content with sufficient and appropriate context, and where the purpose of posting is clear. Jeez. How does this affect your channel? Because it's the first time this is a warning. All right, they warn me. If it happens again, your channel will get a strike and you won't be able to do things like upload, post, or live stream for one week. Well, first off, joke's on you, YouTube, because I don't have enough subscribers to live stream. So, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> All right, so... <laughs> For one week, yeah, that's fine. I can do other things for one week. I can make podcasts for one week and talk crap about you guys. YouTube, if you were a person, I'd beat you up. I really would. Okay. And that says what to do next. We want to help you stay on YouTube, so please make sure you understand YouTube's community guidelines and strike basics. Review your content with our policies in mind. If after reviewing your content, you think we made a mistake, let us know. You can appeal this decision here. Well, there ain't no use in doing that because YouTube's way of saying, if you think we've made a mistake, we can review it and you can appeal it here. By them saying that, it's just like, uh, no. That's another way of saying no. But it's a nice way. It's like, it's like a girl telling some of you guys... Uh, it's like a girl making some of you guys think that you have a chance, but you really don't. And she just keeps stringing you along, you know, like a piece of yarn. You know, she plays with you, and then all of a sudden you get your heart broken, and you're never going to get all that time that you wasted back. That's what YouTube is. Okay, so something tells me that I, if even if I did try, even if I did send YouTube an email saying, hey, man, you made a mistake... I'm not. I'm not gonna get it. It's not going up. Um, but I don't know. YouTube is trying to monetize us, guys. All if you're a YouTuber right now, 
Send me a voice message if you are a YouTuber and you received this email saying that they are going to be updating their policy. They're trying to monetize all of us. Why do you think YouTube does not promote big channels that basically talk about the real stuff on there? Because they know that it's going to offend some people. Right, and that's, that's where this SJW crap comes in. They know that they're going to, they know that channels like mine and uh, Jody's Corner, shout out to Jody's Corner, I love you. And other, and other channels that just basically keep it 100% real, they, they're trying to shut us down. They know that we're going to offend some people. And YouTube does not want to do that. YouTube is trying to turn into a kid-friendly type of thing. All right, which is why they don't promote channels like mine. And I don't even have a big following. And this is, and like I said, this is my first warning. Like I said, people, people post high school fights up there all the time. That's underage kids participating in activities such as dangerous activities like fighting and all the other stuff. YouTube is trying to monetize. And I don't know. I don't like it. I really don't like the way that the world is right now. Uh, too many sensitive people. People that you know I mean, the, the women are trying to take you to jail for something that you didn't do. Like, come on, people killing each other over a chicken sandwich. Did you guys hear about what happened to that poor dude in Michigan at the Popeyes? Okay, so apparently some dude cuts in front of a whole bunch of people. All right, shame on you, by the way. And then a fight broke out right there in Popeyes. And evidently, uh, the fight ended up being taken outside because, you know, Papa's just like, hey, you guys can't fight here. You you know, he said, hey, hey, school kids, take that crap outside of the playground. So they did. Okay. And one person got stabbed to death. I, I, I don't know how it went from verbal to fisticuffs into a full on Grand Theft Auto just stabbing somebody to death. Okay, I, like we're doing that now over a chicken sandwich. Guys, I tried Popeye's chicken sandwich. It ain't nothing to kill anybody for, okay? It ain't nothing to die for, all right? Too soon? Yeah, it's my podcast, okay? It's, it's not all that, all right? So stop it. Settle down, okay? First off, you shouldn't be cutting in front of people anyway, all right? I don't care how old you are. You're going to show everybody some respect because I'm pretty sure that if you were in line waiting for those nasty chicken sandwiches and somebody cut you, you'd have a problem with it. Right? So here's the thing. Keep the weapons at home. All right. Here's the thing. How you guys handle that situation. That's fine. That's up to you. You guys can fight or whatnot. But why, why you got to pull a knife out, dude? And stab somebody. And yes, he's gonna be spending some time in jail. He's gonna be going a long. He's gonna be going a long time. Okay. A long time. Which I don't get, man. The world is crazy, man. The world is crazy. I don't know. Men don't think too. Some of you men, you guys don't think. I start to question the way that how you guys' brains are just. It's like, what, what, what makes them think that it's okay to do that kind of stuff? Like, stop it. Seriously, just like, quit it. Christ. 
Like, cut it out, man. But, shoot. That's... And this whole... And women... This female empowerment type of stuff. You know what? I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Women are awesome. That's what I got to say. Women are awesome. I'm for you guys. Uh, I'm all for standing up for what you believe in. You know, you guys get your rights or whatnot. But uh, you guys are going about it the wrong way. To me, it's some of those, some of the ways that you guys are going, and you guys are not going about it the right way. All right, I don't know when some, and I'm saying some women, not all. Okay, keep that in mind. I'm saying I, I don't know when you guys just started walking around as if like you guys were, as if like you guys were above everybody else, as if like you guys were the same platform as the queen. As the president, Jesus, right? <laughs> and you guys are just walking around saying, you know, men are scum. Men are scum. We don't need men in our lives. Is that is that why is that why you guys are trying to put all these men away by falsely accusing them of stuff? Is it? I start to. That's a question that I had. I asked my brother this. I said, do you think that? Do you think that some of these women are just taking this female empowerment thing a little bit too seriously to the point where it's just like they feel as if like without men, the world will be a better place? I don't know. Send me a voice message. Send me a voice message about what you guys think. That's a question that I had. I don't know. It might be a little far-fetched. It might be a little bit too out there, but I don't know. Because every day, every like whenever I wake up, like some dude is getting sent to jail <laughs> for because they're catching them all. You, you women are catching them all like Pokemon. All right, you d- don't even work for the police force or nothing. You guys are just catching them all, right? The police are just like, man, why? Why do we have to do like forget this? Be like, you know, she's got it all under control. Like, man, what do you? What does she need us for? Shoot, good on you, lady. You know what? You should join the force. We'll give you a badge, right? But. I mean, I'm the kid or whatnot, but uh, it's like, come on now, people. Like, especially, uh, I mean, especially if you have implants, women. Like, come on. And I talked about this in a YouTube video of mine. It's just like, man, it's like if you have implants and you're walking around acting as if like you're better than everybody else. Like, come on now, people. Come on. Like, I was at a store. I was at a grocery store. Well. I was in Dollar General, all right, and I was walking in. Obviously, there was this girl who had implants, right? And we're walking towards each other, and I gave her a smile and nod. I said, "Hey, how you doing?" She looked at me, kind of did that little, uh, with a little scoff, or now she's like, and like rolled her eyes, and walked away. I was like, "Wait, no, come here, hold on." First off. If you guys were to look at her butt, you know, her butt implants were all messed up. Okay, it was it was way messed up. It, it looked like that she went to a dentist to put the implants in, right? And that's how desperate some of these girls are. You know, they go to anybody who's not even... Oh, I got... I, I, I got four minutes remaining on this part. That's... They said, they said I got four minutes, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna end it. Christ, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna end this podcast pretty soon. But I don't know. But women, keep in mind that 
you, at least, yeah, at least you don't have to give us a chance, but at least say hi back. Come on now. But you guys think that you're above everybody else? You guys are at the same level as Jesus? Come on now, people. Come on. But, I don't know. It's ridiculous. But anyway, guys, that is the episode. <sighs> that is the episode. I think that's the longest I think that's the longest episode that I've ever had. But, yes, 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 I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm about to end it. But you guys can go follow me on Instagram, Rudman Joe. Everything's going to be in the description. You guys can... This you guys can follow me on Spotify. This podcast is on Spotify. I'm gonna be on Google Podcast. It's gonna be awesome. I'm super excited. Thank you guys for your support. And if you guys, if you guys think that I gave some helpful information, if anything stuck out to you, send me a voice clip. I want to hear all you guys' opinions and stuff like that. And share. Don't forget to share the podcast as well. Like this is like super awesome. Also, I want to give a shout out to a new friend of mine her name is trina marie all right her, her instagram handle is going to be in the description it's miss underscore trina underscore marie she is an aspiring model and she is looking for work she's gonna bless you she's gonna work hard i want you guys to go and follow her all right that being said i hope everybody has a good night i love you all god bless peace